2: Start today with a little definition game. Todd, what's your definition of sooner than later? Um,
3: what do you think that means? I think it's gonna happen. Some, whatever is gonna happen sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. You can't. You can't use exactly. the words on the definition.
3: <laughs> uh, that means that something's gonna happen in the next couple of days rather than in the next couple weeks or months. Yeah. Okay. So, I like. It's that.
4: definitely. It goes like soon, sooner than later, and then later. So sooner than later it's is in the middle. Because if you were to say soon, you'd just be like, yeah, it's going to happen soon. And then if you're like, well, it's not going to happen soon, but it's like sooner than later, it's going to happen. But then after that, just like, oh, it'll happen later. So then when is later?
2: Just in a very broad... Well, I mean, someone if Someone says sooner than later. Uh, when is later?
4: I mean, are we talking about like the apocalypse? Because like <laughs> in that term, we're saying like soon would be like in the next like 50 years or so. If we're talking about like... When's this show going to end? Like, soon would be like, oh, like five minutes, ten minutes, you know? That'd be super soon, you know? So just context.
2: Well, let's dive into that context. Sooner than later, after I welcome you into the VR Broncos podcast, we've got Henry Chisholm, we've got Super Bowl 50 champ Todd Davis, we've got you here behind the camera, and we've got Zach Stevens rolling with you today. And the reason I ask you about this definition of sooner than later is Sean Payton is using sooner than later in a way that maybe isn't true? I -hmm. don't know. He talked um, uh, five weeks ago now, at the end of the season, two days after the season, he said, uh, uh, I talked with Russ yesterday, he was talking Mm -hmm. about the day after the season, and said I told him we we would know about uh, his future sooner than later, and I would let him know as soon as we know. It's five weeks ago that Mm -hmm. we heard that. Eh, In the context of an off-season, I think we're kind of pushing the later vibes yeah. right now. And then he opened up with Kay Adams last week uh, at, at the Super Bowl a little bit more about this, and he used those exact same words. So let's let's dive into that. But uh, Sean was at Radio Row, where we were on Friday, and we tried to get him. Oh, man, we tried. We couldn't even find him. Mm-hmm. He was elusive. He was. His matting rating for elusiveness would be pretty high. because I don't think like they have that. We knew for coaches. Well, I mean for anybody. I think they have like agility. <laughs> oh yeah, he it wasn't a. it wasn't his like agility that was. Yeah. He wasn't like juking us out.
4: Well, didn't he leave on like a golf cart? That's what I heard. Yeah,
2: he left on a he's golf cart. Kind like of
4: got away from everybody. I never even saw him. No, no neither like, did I, yeah. didn't see him. Kind of like a myth. Right? It was yeah, all just like exactly. rumors. It's you know? like he's going to be over here, he's going to be over there. And yeah. it would have
2: been a myth if he wasn't on K Adam's show and there was video uh-huh. out on it because he was on one or two national shows last year. We got him on our show uh, after chasing him down and then essentially not taking no for an answer Mm. Uh, but he did like so many shows last year this year he only Mm. did two we weren't able to get him but k adams was able to get him so let's hear sean's comments when asked about this quarterback situation there's a lot to unpack here so we're going to unpack it all after
5: so wilson let's take a drink let's talk about the uh not even the experience how does the experience end coach
6: how does it end um Fair question. I, I think this, it used to be in our league where you would, you, you, there was no free agency, you'd have a draft, three rookies would beat out three veterans, and you took the same team to the regular season that you had the year before, except right. for, it's much different now. Um, I, I think when the season ends for these teams, we, we take our puzzle and we flip it upside down. And, all the pieces get spread out again, and we look at the salary cap. We look at where we're at with our players, our own free agents. We look at um, who's in the draft, where we pick, how many draft picks we have, and we begin this puzzle again. I really believe that, like th- this idea, we're going to pick up from where we left off. That's all BS. Like that's 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 not the case. Um, so, how does that impact Russell? Good question. You know. I, we start draft meetings Monday. So everything you've heard and read about us, oh, we're gonna trade up, trade down. I I can't tell you the jersey numbers of these rookie quarterbacks. We haven't even seen them yet. So our plan to do this thing the right way is to really assess, hey, the quarterback position, are we gonna be able to find it in the draft? Are we gonna find it in free agency or is it in the building? Um, I think that decision's gonna happen quicker then later, relative to Russ. Um, well, I'm thinking
5: like Jared Goff was traded Super Bowl week. Alex Smith was traded Super look, Bowl week. So no like, this is—am I going to have an alert on my phone here coming up soon? Look,
6: the whole golf thing took place in Cabo.
5: But I mean, it was around. It was now.
6: Yeah, and and so.
5: What are we? So we're waiting that's, to have the That's
6: ongoing now, okay. and and so Monday after the Super Bowl here, three days, you know, we're in ten-hour draft meetings, and I'm sure one of those days we'll start with the quarterbacks and and we're gonna read USC, North Carolina, whatever that order is. And here's what I do know, all right? Let's say, hypothetically, there's six or seven that are taken in the first round. Um, How many end up hitting on? The two? Okay. Um, So are we in love with any of them? Or do we just, if you're not careful, you get on this NFL van and, and you're on the van and and in the internet and the experts and, and it's like oh this is who you're supposed to take okay. and don't get on the NFL van just listen to it because okay. if we get on the NFL van we never draft Alvin Kamara if we get on the about N- it. if we get on the NFL van you know we, we we start making decisions based on just
5: you don't take Taysom Hill you don't take you yeah don't take Hill. All and those so
6: things. you you, you've got to be able to pay attention to the wisdom and the noise on the van and hear it as, as far as it helps, helps us relative to the information. But if we like one of these guys a lot, then I'm unconcerned where people think we should draft him. Really. Got it. So unconcerned.
5: You, you are looking to fall in love with a quarterback.
6: Oh, man,
2: he's looking to fall in love with a quarterback. That is a shot at Russell Wilson. He hasn't fallen in love with a guy that the Broncos traded multiple first-round picks for, then paid him $250 million. There were so many things in there, including talks of vans, draft meetings, and Sean talked about the the NFL van and getting on that. Man, he took us on a, on a little train ride there. We yeah, went everywhere in that rest. answer. What stuck out to you, Todd?
3: Uh, a couple things. One is like you know he said he didn't know the order, whether it's USC, then North Carolina. Like, I think that's that's, <laughs> that's, the, exact the, order. Order. that's the exact order. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was a little funny. Um, I and then I like start to wonder, like, okay, this really is the process, and the draft is in two months, and you don't know who is who, or the jersey number, or how they played. How can you draft a quarterback to, that you're saying, like, this is our guy for the future? Off for only watching him for the next two months. Like, yeah, you might have some long meetings and, like he said, 10-hour days, but two months feels like a short amount of time to really evaluate somebody's last four years in college and, you know, see if you really want them to be your quarterback of the future. Um, and then he talked a lot about the draft. He talked about falling in love with those one of those guys. It really feels like the message is very clear, like, that's what I'm looking at, you know what I'm saying? So I think that means Russ is gone, but... That was a very good interview. She really was, she was yeah, pressing him yeah, for an answer. Yeah. So she was. Going she was. She was. Friend of, the, was friend
2: of the program, Kay yep. Adams. She did a great job there. And, Todd, you hit on so many key mm-hmm. things. He was asked about Russ and then took it toward the draft uh-huh. and went toward the draft and kept staying mm-hmm. on the draft train. So I think that's a big little takeaway is you asked Sean about the quarterbacks, and all he does is talk about the drafting quarterback uh-huh. – or drafting the mm-hmm. quarterback. And you're like, okay, that's a little thing to, to put on the side there, a, l- a little tidbit. And then the other thing that you mentioned is this isn't – so typically general managers, they spend 12, mo- 11 months of the year uh-huh. focused on the draft. And they have their own staff working on the draft. And then the head coach comes in in the off-season time, whether it's January, whether it's mm-hmm. February, whether it's beginning of March after free agency. And the head coach really gets involved with the draft process then – but this is not a normal setup. Mm-hmm. This isn't George Payton who's going to be making the draft picks and with just advice from the head coach. Mm-hmm. We all know, especially when it comes to the quarterback position, this is Sean Payton making the call. For sure. So he, you're right, Todd. Only two months to evaluate quarterbacks? B.S. Sure. Their, th- their 10-hour <laughs> draft meeting started this past Monday. Mm-hmm. Sean knows that Caleb Williams wears number thirteen. Sean knows uh, that Drake May yeah. wears number ten. He knows what Bo Nix looks like. He knows these guys. Maybe he doesn't know um, Michael Pratt as well, like some of these later guys, which he will eventually learn. So I do, I do believe that his entire draft process isn't done. Uh-huh. But come on. And if so, if the guy that's making the pick mm-hmm. is only spending two months on the quarterbacks and hasn't focused at all on the quarterbacks until this past Monday then that's now practice because mm-hmm. that would be really bad
4: what number is jaden daniels
2: um uh, what i didn't say this i'm not sure <laughs> but, but you're
4: not really paying attention to the number like unless you really are like locked it like I, I honestly i don't think i can name it and i spend so much time listening like you but still- you know his
3: game oh yeah totally I think he was like alluding to he doesn't even know really 100%. who's who yeah but, like you yeah. know his game yeah.
4: yeah i i don't know like i, I, to- I actually do believe it like his his job was to go wow. through the roster. Like now it's draft season. Now it's time to get into it. Um, I do think it's interesting. The yes, yeah, yeah.
5: Wasn't he a draft analyst last year though for the NFL Network? And he was like saying you should tank for Caleb.
4: Yeah, that yeah. was like, he last year. That. I mean, he yeah, like, say like, that. Like, but yeah, there's a he whole.
5: Knows, but he knows the game. Like he he knows it. Like, but he
4: wasn't like a draft analyst. Is the thing though. Like he was out there. Like he was watching the games like the rest of us, seeing Caleb Williams just go insane and win the Heisman. Like this year things went a little bit differently for Caleb. And so you do need to kind of catch up on all that stuff. Um, He pointed out like the, if there's six or seven that go in the first round, like two of them actually pan out, even that's probably a little bit high. Um, But it's good that he's realistic. Like that to me kind of points toward don't just expect a rookie to come in here and be the guy. Like that doesn't mean it's not worth the chance. Like if you never take the chance, you never find like a great quarterback, but you have to be selective about how you do that. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm a fan of the metaphors, like the NFL van.
2: You are a fan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's
4: exactly it, though. It's like th- you wind up with all these draft grades. I was just pulling up, like, the 2021 20, grades just to see, like, who got an A-plus there. And, like, A-plus went to 2020 the, the Falcons. was in there? Uh, this was, so, Kyle Pitts, Richie Grant, J.O. Mayfield, Dar- oh, uh, Darren Hall, Trey Lance. Drew Dahlman, Taquan Graham, like, all these guys. And it's like they didn't actually get anybody. I mean, Pitts is like whatever, but they just drafted the guys who everybody in the NFL said, how is he still here? Right. And like, if that's how you go through the draft, which is how some teams do, like bad teams do that. They're like, how is this guy still here? I mean, it's very different than making your own evaluations, figuring out who fits what you want and doing that sort of stuff. And like, obviously, that's what you should do. And there was no doubt that Champ Payton was going to do that sort of thing. But, you know, it's, I guess
2: it's nice to hear. And one of the things that uh, popped out specifically to you here, but I agree with it, uh, I want to get into because it's a specific player that comes to mind when you listen to Sean Payton talk about the drafting quarterbacks. But I got to tell you about our friends over at Bet365, where they are giving out money. Football season is over, but you can still bet on plenty of football things. You can look at next year, but you can also look at the drafted quarterbacks and bet on who's going to be drafted first, which quarterback is going to be drafted first, which non-quarterback is going to be drafted first. Um, which quarterback do you think over at Bet365 is, is favored to be drafted first? Caleb. Caleb, easy. Yeah. Uh, no question there. What do you, What about the first non-quarterback selected? This one's easy, too. Oh, Marvin Harrison yep. Jr. Easy. Minus 450 over at DraftKings. Now, here's a tougher one. Who do you think is the second favored non-quarterback to be drafted
3: uh, mm. a tackle what's the tackle's name
4: joe alt would probably be number one nope, he no he is no, number four interesting um, uh number
2: ah number three you're clo- you're getting close Dang. is it uh let's see wouldn't be latham no nope, but it is a it is a big boy
4: <sighs> who's the other one up there
2: yep um i'll give you uh the school actually it's a big boy on the other side i'm sorry
4: oh okay that makes more sense well, he's not an O lineman; he's a D lineman. Yeah. Um,
2: and he wears the same number as Jaden Daniels. Now that doesn't help any of us <laughs> since we did not know what number Jaden wore. <laughs> it, it,
4: the, like it wouldn't be a defensive tackle. Like Jerzon Newton should be up there, but like nobody's taking a defensive tackle that high, so it'd have to be an edge. So, like I guess Jared Verse would be the first. Ding, ding,
2: ding. ding. That's there you go. Crazy. Yeah. I Just, would be a
4: little upset if the Broncos took him at twelve.
2: Oh wow. And yeah. this is probably saying he's going 5 or 6 ish. Yeah, that's Man, crazy. But that's I guess wild.
4: that's the thing though is there might not be a defensive player in the top 10. Mm.
2: You'll probably be able to bet on that closer yeah, to we get to the definitely. draft that we get. Um so I mean in your eyes maybe that Joe Alt um plus 800 is yeah. looking good if uh, something happens there but you can get in on all of the action over at DraftKings. Right now they're offering Drake May to go number 1 overall. They're boosting it to plus 800. So if you think that a team might trade with the Brown or the Bears because they really want Drake May and the Bears are willing to fall back, you can bet on that. Marvin Harrison boosted to go number 1 overall plus 1600. Man, him and DJ Moore. That'd be a gift to Justin Fields if the mm-hmm. Bears decide to do that. But you can bet on everything, plus other sports, uh, really everything over at Bet365. And use code DNVR365 where they're gonna hook you up. Uh, if you deposit ten dollars, you get to choose either betting a five dollars or more and getting one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets, or a first bet safety net up to two thousand dollars. You're gonna get back in bonus bets if your bet lose it. So you must be 21 and older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, once help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. That's code DNVR365 over at Bet365.
3: And shout out to our friends over at Circle K where you can join the Inner Circle which is a free membership. It's easy to download. We have the QR code right there on the screen. All you need to do is enter your email and phone number and you're fully enrolled. They have a lot of benefits. Here are just a few. The first five fill-ups on gas are 25 cents off a gallon. The first five polar Pops are free. Uh, free six free on several items such as pizza roller grill dispensary beverages donuts and more you can sign up with the qr code on the screen or visit www.circlek.com forward slash inner dash circle for more information go check them out so you, and, or you could text dmvr to 31310 that's dmvr to number 31310
2: did he say nfl van or nfl bus Van. Van. Um, so, Henry, you mentioned the NFL van. You said you, you yeah. kind of like that analogy. And you're right. Yeah, why not? It, it, it is true. Metaphors are fun. Yeah, and, and, and it is true that there is definitely a group think when it comes to the draft, and some teams fall into that. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, analysts fall into that. Media members fall into that. But some teams do fall into that uh, as well, and sometimes it can help. Sometimes it can hurt. But when he was talking about the NFL van, he then said... You, you listen to it, but you don't ride it. And I'm unconcerned about where we draft a guy. Meaning, if a guy nationally is viewed as the 40th best prospect in the draft, but Sean Payton identifies him as the guy, he doesn't mind taking him at 12. Mm-hmm. And you hear, when we were listening to this, I think nailed it. I think the guy that I connect the dots with on that is Bo Nix. Bo Nix is viewed as, what, a late first, second... Third-round pick, him, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, kind of all in that conversation. Um, So you could probably have this conversation about any of those guys. Uh, I think that's Sean kind of getting people ready for this idea that Oh yeah, if we reach on a quarterback, we're not reaching. That's just what these national people are saying is that we're reaching. But no, we're not reaching on this guy if we take him at twelve.
3: Little Daniel Jones action. No,
2: yes. <laughs> Thank goodness twelve, not five.
3: Exactly. <laughs> um, I think that's smart. I think I think that's smart because I don't think that most first rounders pan out. A lot of them don't. So people make mistakes all the time because so just because somebody is quote unquote ranked nationally lower than the first round doesn't mean they're not the The best player at the position or one of the best so i think you should get who is the best in your eyes and hopefully it works out
2: and i also think this means don't expect the broncos to trade back and and to to pick 20 or 25 and then try to pick up this guy Uh no sean's not gonna do that i i never really bought into that that sean would do that one it's way too risky two if they draft a quarterback in the first round he's clearly the plan if not for the start of this year, for the rest of this year and the next year and moving forward, uh, and then Sean's just telling us right here, like, look, I don't care if we're drafting a guy that everyone mm-hmm. else views is way too rich. We're gonna take him. Uh, we're gonna take the guy that I want. Yeah. I could care less where.
4: Yeah, I think that's every coach though. Like, I'm, there might be a couple teams that would be like, no, the the ESPN says we should take this guy, so we're taking this guy. But I don't think there's many of those.
3: Uh, I think there's a lot of those. Really. I think people fall into the trap of like where people were ranked coming out of college. That's why even like first rounders get so many chances, opportunities. Like this guy's showing you what he could do on the field, but Mm -hmm. you still fall into the hype of like the potential of who he could be. I think that a lot of analysts um, fall into the hype of like who's still on the board and we're going to pick from the draft board instead of like who we need or who could really be the best player. Yeah, I mean,
4: yeah. I definitely media and definitely like outsiders will like have their whatever rankings and you're crazy if you don't go off them, but they're all kind of the same. Whereas every team just has different rankings. And so I don't think I still just don't think that there are many teams out there that would be like, ah, you know, we think he's this good, but everybody else thinks he's that good. So we're just not going to draft him yet. It is what it is.
2: Henry, it's uh Valentine's day. Yes, it have is. Have you locked Lexi out of <laughs> the apartment? No, yet,
4: or? no, no. She's leaving today. Oh, Why? No. She, she oh no, no, no. No. Good. Just, she no, plans? Plans? no, 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 no. She has a
3: <laughs>
4: work trip. Yeah. No, not no.
3: She's getting flown out. No. <laughs> She's getting a belly She's
4: <laughs> taking she the balcony out. jet to off. LA. Yep. <laughs> where's yep. she where's she going? Uh LA. Play USC and UCLA this week. Is that oh, where yeah. her Valentine is? I'm right freaking here. <laughs> you know where I am. You better pop up on her.
5: <laughs> Yo, sweetie, happy Valentine's. How you doing today? <laughs> One of the things
2: that, uh, that I guess this advice doesn't help you, Henry, but maybe it will in the future is, maybe. especially on Valentine's Day, um, if your, your lady or your Valentine is like, um, have, you, have you fallen in love yet? You just say yes. Mm-hmm. Or if they say, are you looking to fall in love? You say, no, I'm in love with you. Sean didn't take that route with Mm -hmm. his Valentine, Mm, with his Russell Wilson. He was asked at the very end by, Kay, have you fallen in love or you're looking to fall in love with the quarterback? And he said,
4: yes. (laughs) I mean, you have to, though. He's not going to say, actually, I'm in love with Russell Wilson. There's no way he was going to say that. If he, I mean, here's the (laughs) thing. If he
3: loved him, he would. If he did,
4: but we all know he doesn't. Like, if he was like, no, we love Russell. Like, we would all just sit here and be like, what the hell? No, you don't.
2: But don't you I mean, if he's bringing Russ back, doesn't he need to start some some PR like for public Uh, relations, but you don't need to just like with Russ, like start mending that relationship a little bit. I feel like
4: I, I feel like the trick to PR is to like, it's not to tell the truth, but it's like to lie in a way that people believe you can't just straight up say like, no, we love Russell Wilson after we all know, like, no, you don't like that. That would not that wouldn't work. Nobody's
2: buying that. If he said that, though. If he was like, no, we've got Russ on our team. That's like what, <laughs> in these situations, that's what 99% of coaches say. Like, no, we know. still have a quarterback on our team. He doesn't have to say, come out. And I wouldn't, I fully, don't think I wouldn't so. expect him right. at all to come out and say like, um, yeah, no, I'm in love with Russ. Because then you're right, Henry. But like most of the time, and every coach I've been around has been like, no, yeah, we've got Trevor on the team right now. We've got Paxton on the team. We've got Case yeah. on the team. We've got these guys on our team right now. He's got Russ on his team right now. But none right of those now. guys yeah. were
3: benched and like asked to take pay cuts. But he's, and been playing, like, he's been playing the game so well for the last, I don't know, for a long time, really, as far okay. as like the way he handles media. Everything is either like, oh, we're getting to that next week or sooner than later. Like he's been playing the game so well. And so I think I would have expected him to be like, I don't know if I'm looking to fall in love, but we still have some things we gotta figure out. And you know, depending on how that goes, then maybe I'm, you know, open to dating someone. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think you can play the game maybe. without having to just say, give an answer like, yeah, I'm, uh, but I'm just, looking for the one.
4: You can't say like, yeah, we're going to make a decision on the guy sooner than later. Also, we love him. Like also like, you know, like there's, and obviously like if you don't love a quarterback, like you need to love your quarterback. Otherwise you're never going to win.
3: But that also means that decision
4: has been made.
2: Yeah, uh, that's, a good point. that's.
4: But I mean, yeah. I mean, you could still fall in love. I I don't know if you could fall in love, but you could still decide that that's like the path. Like if you don't fall in love with whatever free agent, if you don't fall in love with Jimmy Garoppolo, you don't fall in love with Bo Nix, you don't fall in love with those guys. Like th- the love might not be an option this offseason, and if that's the case, then you got Russell Wilson right there. Mm. Then
2: you better hope that he changes his contract. Uh Because if if Russ changes his contract Mm -hmm. and either takes a massive pay cut or restructures to make 2025 not guaranteed anymore and it's just a one-year deal, if he doesn't do that and he's back, oh, this is going to be the toughest sell because of what Sean Payton has said Mm -hmm. and what he's done with his actions by benching (sighs) Russ, saying that he thought Jarrett Stidham gave them a better chance to win the past two games or the last two games of the season. And then Jarrett Stidham goes out there And puts up 15 points per game. Mm -hmm. Yet Sean thought that Jarrett was better than Russ. And then Russ comes back without anything changed to his contract. When Sean has, it it was like Sean with or with John Elway with Vance. John Elway uh, said that he had to sleep on his decision to bring Vance Joseph back for his second year. Mm-hmm. That is just, like, so uninspiring. When you come back that second year under under Vance, not mm-hmm. necessarily for a player, but, like, as a fan base, to, like, yeah, this is our guy. I yep. wasn't sure yesterday morning, but yep. I slept on it, and I mm-hmm. think it's our guy enough. That's what this would be mm-hmm. with Russ. Now, again, the, the things that can change it are Russ changing his contract because then there, there was a change that made Sean fall in love with them enough. But... Oh my gosh! When when you listen to this answer, mm-hmm. he was asked about Russ, and he just looked at the draft. Yeah. So to me, it's like, it, it's gonna be tough, tough,
4: tough yeah, for I don't know. Russ. To, to come me, back. like it isn't this answer that makes it uninspiring though. It's it's not. We're not gonna look back and say like, oh, he told Kay Adams this. Like, oh, this Russ isn't exciting now. Like it's uninspiring because it didn't go well and they won eight games. Like the answer doesn't change anything to me. Like it's not. It's not but like did it the not process go well last year. I mean, they wound up benching him. They won eight games. Like, they, like you've got a thirty-five-year-old quarterback. You're giving a ridiculous amount of money to who played like an average quarterback, a d- decent quarterback. Like, that's what's uninspiring. It's not in my mind. Like, how they handle it isn't what's uninspiring. It's just like the fact that how could you be inspired by the situation the Broncos are in right now?
2: I mean, I mean that that's fair. I do think that this is a piece of the puzzle, though. Of not feeling inspired like just still they haven't made up their decision on him and it's I think it's clear that they're seeing if there's better options out there but man just uh I mean it's been five weeks and he said sooner than later what did he say this time he said uh, um, quicker than later relative yep. to Russ uh-huh. so when do you think a decisions made when do you think we know about this
3: I think this be, has been made now when we find uh-huh. out about it it'll be sooner than later but yeah i think they've already made the decision they might have the decision made and i mean i guess there's something he could do with his contract i just don't see that happening um and then like you said i think renegotiating the contract changes the money so he can come back but it doesn't change anything else it's just like everything's still the same you're just paying him a little bit less money so you deal with it like you guys watch The Office. Yep. Yeah. Remember when, like, Jan was, like, super mean to Michael so he had to break up with her? Yeah. And then she comes back with a boob job so it's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> things are a little bit
3: better and you get back together. Exactly. And then you realize, like, why you actually broke up with this person uh, in the yeah, first place. Yeah, like, yeah. the attitude and the, and the personality is still the same. Yeah. I think this is kind of how the situation is. Like, so the he pay could cut the, the pay job. cut. That's the boob job <laughs> but then he's like, <laughs> it's still, like, personality <laughs> conflicts and it's still the same player. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, totally. it's the
2: boob job plus that significant other <laughs> just won the lottery, yep. and you're like, whoa, well, hey, you bring money to the table now? Exactly. I, I think mm-hmm. maybe did I just fall in love again? Lottery's no, you didn't fall in though. love, but it could make life a little better now. For sure. Having that money,
4: yeah. Lottery's different because like boob
2: job, dro- lottery's <laughs> boob great,
4: but lottery's like that that changes everything. <laughs> it you does know? not change the love you have for someone. It, it could change, change the love, it could but change like, the amount of
2: fun you have with them, and how much do you more love things. life.
4: Like, yeah if if you're spending your entire
2: life like on a boat or something like but wouldn't a rust pay cut wouldn't that allow sean to have more fun because he could go out and get a definitely more dynamic receiver and a better offensive line yeah but and- see like
4: the thing about lottery is like you buy like a yacht you buy like all sorts of different stuff like this is more boob job than lottery because <laughs> you wind up with like another guard and like maybe a defensive tackle you know like that's not like if you if you won the lottery you're out there you're getting like a couple new corners you're getting like a couple all pro linemen in there you're getting like a stud running back you're bringing Saquon it like lottery you're getting everything fixed up like this just this wouldn't be that level like it'd be nice but it's not like game changing
2: you know what you're doing with oh. a lot a lottery not a boob job. Sure, yes. Checking out our friends over yes. at Game Time because you can use the money that you win in a lottery or if like your employee takes a pay cut, you uh, have more money in your pocket and you can go use that money to buy tickets to sporting events, to concerts, to anything that's going on, not just in Colorado, but across the country as well. In fact, a lottery would have helped buy a ticket to the Super Bowl. But now that that's over, so many more affordable options over at Game Time. Use the code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase over at game time. They've got the game time guarantee, meaning they're gonna credit you 110% of the difference if you're able to find a ticket in the same section, same row, that is more expensive, or that's cheaper on a different app than at game time. So they're gonna guarantee that you're getting the best deals. Use that code DNVR after downloading the game time app to get $20 off your first purchase.
4: And go over to Fubo. Fubo. Why? There it is. Um, because, uh, wow, let's see. I was watching the Avs last night. I don't actually know. I, I would imagine the Buffs games are going to both be on Fubo this weekend because they've got everything. So I don't know how they wouldn't. Um, so, yeah, it's just about every night. N- yeah, tonight's Nuggets. So Fubo with the Avs last night. Fubo with the Nuggets tonight. Tomorrow will be Fubo with the Buffs. And then All Star Weekend, all that stuff too. So yeah. Fubo's just like a part of my daily life. Um, we were actually watching it because we went out to dinner last night because Valentine's Day is today, and so we had to go do that last night. So we'll bring Fubo with, pay attention to the ABS game because it's on my phone. You can do just about. What did she think? Don't make of that face. She loves the ABS too. She's like. She,
3: yeah, she loves abs, too. He said this is this is enough. I'm I'm leaving the county tomorrow.
5: <laughs> yeah. Locked him out of the, locked her out of the boundary yeah. and then oh. you have watched the abs. not good. It
4: right. is true like you have to be responsible <laughs> with your fubo like because you know you you take it everywhere all of a sudden you're not giving attention to the people you need to give attention to, but that's on you. Fubo just puts you in the situation where you get to make that choice because you've got 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, news that you can stream from any device. Um it's the lowest price to watch the most. Colorado sports um, you can sign up with a free trial there's no contract no cable no hassle just sign up and start watching a um, thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra cost um, Yeah, so you can you can even watch while you're traveling too which is also nice we were doing that in Vegas uh, watch all your favorite yeah. college football and the NFL FUBO go to DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of FUBO Pro real quick yeah the timeline I think it's gonna happen yeah. next week or the week after. Okay, I think that's when we're gonna hear because, as much as we joke, like his timeline so far has all kind of added up, like in terms of like going through like their own roster valuations. They start the draft stuff this week, and I would imagine you start with the quarterbacks. Like I would imagine Mondays like Caleb Williams Day, Tuesdays probably Drake May Day. That's exactly what he said. USC, UNC, but yeah. he doesn't know uh, the yeah. order. He doesn't know the order. And so I would imagine like you go through you you spend like a day on all these quarterbacks. You at least get like the idea of whether you want one of them or if there's one who stands out because if you go through and say like there's four we really like then maybe you say like where do we think they're gonna go we think they're so good that they're all gonna go in the top five are we willing to trade up like that was a conversation if you think there's two that you really like you do the same thing like do is it are, is there any chance we get them should we keep russ and so i do think that in my mind because they have they are, they already did free agents right do we know that for sure? No, we don't. We don't know that for sure, but I would imagine that become or that comes before draft. So I'd imagine they went through all those recently as well. So you go through look at these top quarterbacks, spend a day on each, which is plenty of time to see all you need to see. Like yeah. the off-field stuff is different, but that comes later anyway. So I would imagine next week or two.
2: Speaking of watching things, We got a lot of people watching right now and not enough likes hit us with a thumbs up. It really helps us out. We really appreciate it. And you here has made these graphics of me begging for likes. So please help me out here. It really helps <laughs> us a lot, and we really appreciate it. Also, if you're wh- listening on uh, any place you get uh, podcasts, hit us with a five-star review. helps us a ton.
4: I love when you're doing this one, but the graphic is over <laughs> here. <laughs> like, you're not pointing at the like and subscribe. You're pointing at something <laughs> no, <he> totally <laughs> different. No, he's right actually here, pointing
5: for so the like on the YouTube, on the YouTube pages. Okay. Right. Uh, uh, best pointing at not, the YouTube. Not
4: on mine. Yeah, not yeah, on yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah, not on mine. Maybe like, the app. You're pointing at where it says Top Chat.
2: He's not pointing at the girth. I'll tell you that, yeah. one. that yeah. I love it. Um, Okay, so we we talk about uh, um, is it possible for us to come back? I don't get the vibe that Sean is at all hinting in that. Um, But we talk about restructure, and it's not just us talking about restructure. There is now multiple national reporters that are very dialed in on this situation that keep bringing this up and the most recent one happened three days ago with our guy tommy pellicero who talked about it on the super bowl day so this is just three
1: days old let's listen to it the broncos are keeping all options on the table regarding russell wilson including the possibility of reopening talks about renegotiating his contract wilson is due 39 million dollars Fully guaranteed this season, another $37 million in 2025 becomes fully guaranteed if he's still on the roster come March 17th. This is why Denver approached Wilson back during the bye week about restructuring yeah. his contract with the idea of having him on the team this season. Instead, Russell Wilson and his agent Mark Rogers complained to the NFL Players Association and later publicly accused Denver of benching him over money. All that being said, it's difficult to imagine Russell Wilson playing another down for the Broncos. However, if both sides get out there and don't find a better option, the Broncos already owe him all that money anyway. Don't rule out that possibility of Wilson being back in Denver just yet, Mike.
2: When I hear, especially the beginning of that report from Tom, I think, has all of this just been a ruse to get Russell Wilson to take a pay cut? Like, going back to training camp when they asked him to adjust his contract at first, then after the bye week, then benching him, then all of these comments from Sean Payton about like, no, I'm not in love with any quarterback yet. He, he's, w- yeah, we're looking at drafted guys too. Uh, is, is Has all of this just been a game for the Broncos to try to get Russ to change his contract?
3: You think that they do like him, they just want him a little cheaper? Exactly. No, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can feel. I can agree with that. I feel like uh, the writings on the wall. I don't think they've liked him since he's been here. At least Sean. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're trying to. They're trying to get him cheaper just because they have money that's already uh, signed off for. But like I said before, of course the Broncos are open to renegotiating. Of course they are. They have too much money out there. But I don't think there's no reason for us to be like. He's gonna. He can get paid now, and they get paid again next year by some other team. Somebody's gonna pick him up.
4: Yep, like Russ to me is like Baker Mayfield. Like they're basically almost equals, especially now that Russ's legs have left him a little bit. They're kind of athletically, I think, pretty similar as well. So, like, do you? I don't know that you look at either one of those guys and say like, Oh, we're going to go win a super bowl with them. But I think you can look at either and say like, Hey, we, we've got a shot at nine, 10 wins and they can kind of hold things down while we figure something out. Like you could even, if you can get Russ for cheaper, then it's easier to justify going, getting, you know, like a JJ McCarthy, somebody who's a little more raw, sit him on the bench for a year, let him learn. um, Which seems to be the best thing you can do for a quarterback. Like I, I, I don't think they look at anybody and say like, ah, this is we f- we figured it out. Like, here's the answer. But in terms of what you just do for this next season, you could you could do a lot worse than Russell.
2: You got 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Just yeah. look at the Broncos' quarterback situation. The past seven mm-hmm. years before that, yeah, you you could Those absolutely sacks, do. It. Yeah, the the sacks were up there. I think the sacks have been up there with a lot of their quarterbacks too. Though. Yeah,
4: and Russell's entire career.
2: Yeah. It, it, you knew who you were getting exactly with, with that. Um, man, it's, it's crazy. There's information just left and right that makes me feel like, oh, maybe they actually are open to bringing him back if he's willing to take a massive pay cut. But like you said, Todd, there's no reason for, t- for Russ to take a massive pay cut. But then in the same thing, Sean's here for a good time, not necessarily a long time. Mm-hmm. And if Russ does not change his contract, no chance he's back in my mind, that would lock Sean in with Russ for three of his five years of the deal. Sean could get an extension, sure. He's young enough Mm -hmm. where coaches are coaching into their 70s, so he has at least 10 more years. But he does not want to be locked in for Russ on his first deal with the team for over 50% of the time of that deal. So there's no chance if Russ isn't willing to change his contract. But I do think there's a little bit of public... um, what is it, public pressure mm-hmm. from Sean with these comments to try to get Russ to change it. Because I do think there's an option where the best option for this team is Russ coming back on a very different contract. That's probably the best way for the Broncos to win. And what have we heard from the head coach, from the GM, from the owner? It's all about winning this year and winning as soon as possible, not having a rebuild. So yeah. so that there's, there's a lot of things out there. And This is just one of the turns that we're going to take. We're going to cover everything that continues to happen. The next time Sean Likely talks is in 13 days at the Combine. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, we talked to Sean that Tuesday. And then that Wednesday is when news comes out that they told Russ, like, hey, we're going to move on from you. Then he doesn't have to answer questions specifically. That was going to
4: be my question, over, under. So before or after?
2: I'll go right after.
4: I'll go.
3: I'll go before. Okay. I'll go
2: we get the news before. Okay. Todd, what are you thinking? 13 days.
3: Same day after the conference. After yeah, the press 15 minutes <laughs> An after. An hour after he yeah. walks off <laughs> oh, the we audio. just decided. <laughs> 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 just
2: figured be, it out. wouldn't be surprised at that at all. But, Henry, you mentioned a name. You mentioned Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Did Sean Payton say something that really makes Baker to the Broncos something that could happen. So uh, one of Sean's stops on Radio Row last week, he, was, he, he quickly talked to a reporter who was asking a lot of people around the NFL who is the most hated, I think, who is the most hated quarterback in the NFL. And this was Sean's answer.
6: Mm. I'm sure that freaking Baker was one of them, but then all of a oh, sudden, yes. you know what, the script flips. And then, like, all of us are like, well, we love Baker we love now, Baker, huh? right? <laughs> Aren't we like, I'm looking for Baker. Like, where's he at? He's a free agent, you
2: know? Whoa, Sean's looking for Baker. He said it.
6: What, what, mm-hmm. Was
2: he joking? Was it tongue-in-cheek? Was this something we need to, to take and run with it?
3: Uh, first of t- all, it was like what most... is tongue-in-cheek? What is, what is that referring to? That's just like a... Like a, jo- a, like a joke, like
4: sarcastic
2: almost? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? <laughs> I don't know.
4: Because like, you, tongue and t- cheek t- is- yeah.
2: It doesn't... Yeah. That's a great question. I'll figure that out. I don't know why. It's a metaphor, though. You got to let it. Henry loves it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I do. So it's... a. Uh, the question is, like, who's most hated but doesn't deserve it doesn't among quarterbacks? Doesn't deserve courters. to be hated. Yeah, okay. and so, like, he named Baker. He also named, like, Zach Wilson. Um, named... Uh, there was one more that the was clip didn't in include. Was that clip? Like, in that same interview. It just wasn't in the TikTok
2: version gotcha, or whatever. Gotcha, gotcha.
4: yeah Yeah, there was one other. I can't remember what... Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo was the other. Mm. Um, but I see... And some people were taking that and saying, like... Oh, those are the guys. Like Sean's gonna be after him. He thinks they don't deserve the hate. And I was like, well, I don't think he would go out there and like tip his hand, say like this here's here are the guys who are actually pretty like I, I think that Sean would actually probably do the opposite and say like, just some random names just not show who he's interested
2: in, you know? So the guys he didn't name that are hated are what Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: I mean, hundreds of others.
2: Mac Jones is, like, the top of that yeah. list of okay. hated Mac that Jones. he didn't mention. Um, so you're saying we should have our eyes on Mac?
4: Davis Mills. Oh like, if we're gosh. looking at, <laughs> like, young guys. I guess. I mean, Bailey's Trey happy. Either one is of Trey them. Lance
2: hated? Or just, like, I don't know. kicked to the curb so early people just feel bad for him? Sam Darnold. I don't know if Sam's really That's hated good anymore. Um, but he's more of a reclamation project, just like Baker.
4: Yeah. I thought there was one more. Though. Oh, Desmond Ritter. He could
2: be another one of those guys. Oh, please, no. Please, Why no. Why not? Oh my gosh, so uninspiring.
4: I mean, none of these guys are going to be inspiring. Like we're talking about, like Mac Jones and yeah. Bailey Zappi and all that. Like
2: Mac Jones won a national championship in college. He took the yeah. Patriots to the playoffs. His Desmond first year, when he had a real Cincinnati offensive to the coordinator. CFP. Yeah, that's, I mean that that's fair. That's fair. Uh. So do you buy it. Anything that Sean said about Baker? I'm not. Taking, I'm read not into reading it?
4: into anything he okay. said at any of those places. He's just, he's not. He's he's at the level where he plays so much like 40 chess that you don't know like, is this like the truth or is it reverse psychology or is it reverse reverse psychology or reverse like anything he could say could be like true or it could be like I'm not tipping my hand like I just it's it's all just him talking. So mm-hmm. you,
2: you think there is meaning to what he says? We just don't know what the meaning is.
4: Which means there's no meaning.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think when it comes to Baker, I think Sean would like Baker. Um, I just think it's pretty much a non starter because I don't see Tampa Bay letting him go. I see Tampa Bay paying him more than anyone's going to pay him. And I don't even, I think he'll probably have a new contract before free agency opens up. So in a month from now, if Baker isn't signed, then I think we can look at these comments. And I would say, yeah, Baker could really be a, a realistic possibility for the Broncos. But. I just that seems like Baker wants to be there. The Bucks want him there. Um, and they'll get a deal worked out before a free agency even opens. It's kind yeah.
5: of, it's also kind of like what Hank said. Russell Wilson and Baker are very similar mm-hmm. how they play. The only difference is that he might actually like Baker the pe- the person. Mm-hmm. He or, might like the guy that's actually playing the quarterback, not just somebody that's out there kissing babies.
4: And on top of that, he hasn't like they're he and Baker haven't been fighting for 6 months, you know. Like, you would obviously want the guy who has the fresh start instead of the guy who, like, hated you for, like, the last two months who you're kind of keeping hostage and however that goes. Now, I mean, because of the money, it it probably doesn't come to that point. But,
2: man, Baker and Sean. You think if uh, Sean's screaming at Baker on the sidelines, Baker's just going to take it? Oh, no,
3: no, no, no. Baker's going to have a response for sure. And
2: I don't know if (laughs) Sean would Uh. like that. I would certainly like it. that make for uh, very entertaining. Um, and I think Sean actually would like that. And I think she, uh, Baker would be the type of personality that Sean would get along with.
3: I feel like he wouldn't even do it to Baker. Mm. Like, there's certain guys Cute you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's certain guys you know who to say what to and who to do certain things to. Like, everybody knows that. Yeah. You know, there's guys you could test. There's guys you're not probably not going to test. I just don't think he would do it to Baker.
2: What does that say that there are quarterbacks that he wouldn't have done that to, but he did do it to Russ?
3: It could be nothing more than a personality thing. Exactly. Um, I don't know if it has to mean that Russ is the worst player he's ever had. I just think it may be just personality.
4: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, if you're talking to Aqib Talib the same way you talk to, ta- like, <laughs> which you compare it to, like, the punter or whatever, like, they're just different people and they, I mean, it's like the step one of coaching is you have to, like, know the person and, like, how you coach them to bring the best out of them. Just like teachers where it's like, what kind of learner are they? Like, it's just personalities. What
2: type of learner are you?
4: Oh, I'm a teacher. Oh, you're a teacher. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, that's good news for us then because next week... We bringing back a little inside scoop Ooh, for both that'd of you to fun. teach us.
3: A little teach tape. Oh, sure. A
2: little teach tape on uh, some drafted guys since uh, the Broncos are diving mm-hmm. in to drafted guys. I think we're going to dive into drafted guys as well. Uh, you Do we have any super chats? No. no super chats. Do we have any comments in the comment section? A oh, a lot of fighting lot of today. Florida, what huh? are people fighting
5: about you here? They're arguing whether you should keep Russ or draft Caleb Williams.
3: Wow, mm, it's a tough two, call.
5: Two very different arguments. <laughs> yeah,
2: there's I mean, no uh,
3: way we're drafting Caleb Williams, guys. I love the enthusiasm, <laughs> and I love the passion, but there's no way in hell we can get Caleb Williams.
4: Mostly because the Bears, the Bears would be idiots not to take it. Like you can't have that guy. That like, remember the Colts? The Colts had Peyton Manning and decided to take Andrew Luck. <laughs> they had Peyton Manning and decided to take Andrew Luck. The Bears have Justin Fields. They're not going to pass on Caleb Williams for Justin Fields. Like that's just asking for Caleb Williams to go somewhere else, win a bunch of Super Bowls, and like it's just it's not, it's not even feasible. Like it's not we're talking about. Like there's no way in hell that the Bears will actually trade that pick to anybody.
3: They I'm, shouldn't. I'm so happy they made the decision, but I will say Andrew Luck was a hell of a quarterback. He was. If he doesn't retire early, he wins yeah. at least two or three Super Bowls. The year that he retired. I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. Mm. They they beat us in the playoffs the year before we won the Super Bowl. Like He was a hell of a quarterback and uh, could do everything. Could run, could throw. He was solid. Uh, I wouldn't have made that trade, but I think at the same time, like had he not retired early, he probably would have worked out for him. Totally. yeah, I think he would have won at least two Super Bowls. He yeah. still
2: would have had like eight more years no, yeah. from right mm-hmm. now of yeah. playing. Isn't he like thirty-one or thirty-two? I think he's still yeah. he's right around our yeah. age. That's crazy. Wait, wait. So obviously, from a Broncos perspective, we love that the Colts made that decision to, to let Peyton walk. Specifically, yes. you, Todd. Um, but if let's say you're in that exact same situation now, you are the GM of the Colts.
3: Oh my god. You gosh. have
2: Andrew Luck, but you don't know what the future is for Andrew. You don't know what the future is. For Peyton, he's coming off missing an entire season with those neck surgeries. What are you guys doing? Peyton's what 35 at this time, 34, 35.
3: I'm taking Peyton. I'm taking Peyton. Like, yeah. you
2: trade those picks,
4: like, because it's not mm. Peyton or Luck, it's Peyton and like four first round picks or Andrew Luck. Like, it's it's easy to me. I do think, like, now because of the finances, the way quarterbacks get paid, it's almost a discussion. But for Peyton Manning, it's not a discussion.
2: Totally agree. I, and I do the exact same thing. And it's it's just opens up that not just a window to get a better team mm-hmm. right now to surround yourself, to surround Peyton with, but also maybe that last draft pick that you get, that last first-round mm-hmm. pick three or four years down the road, can then turn into yep. your next quarterback too. So you're not just giving up on your quarterback of the future. Um, but I'm happy that the Colts made that decision there.
3: I am too. And I feel like at that time, 35 felt like an old quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel like everybody plays until right. like 38, 39, 40. Yeah. Like that, that's kind of still in their prime for quarterbacks nowadays.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm curious if that's like, if, if that'll keep up. Because it really is just like, there's that small group where like Brady obviously did it. Rogers is kind of, he, he's doing his best. Um, like how late did Matt Ryan play? He was up there like yeah, like 39 30, or yeah. so, but kind of like dipped off. So I wonder if it's just like that, like that little era, they're like freaks or if it's going to be forever that, you know, uh, Joe Burrow is playing at 39, I think it'll be 40. forever. You can't even yeah. touch
3: these guys. That's yeah. these players playing until they're 40 because they don't have any physical, you know what I'm saying, yeah. contact. Like, it's <laughs> the same thing for these quarterbacks. That's what like, it is, they'll be playing like, yeah. for forever. You can't brilliant. even touch them in the head. That's a 15 yard Like <laughs> these guys are going to be well protected. I think they'll have like long careers from now on. Especially yeah.
2: the ones that are just joining the league in the past five years, yep. like who have... Never been touched. Yep. Yeah, it's a really good point. Yeah. Um.
5: Wait. Yeah. Would you guys be willing to trade back if that means you get multiple first rounders for next year, and try to build that way through the draft next year, and just try to take how bad you are this year?
2: Yeah. If you're able to yeah. trade back, but in, unless Sean loves Bo Nix, loves J.J. McCarthy, loves Michael Penix, and one of those guys is there at 12, if he just really likes one of them, and you can get a future first round pick, 100. percent Especially because you're. I guess you could be trading with like the Ravens who are moving up from 30 to 12 and you would get a first round pick. So it would be going to a good team. But yeah, definitely. I would.
3: Would you guys? Yeah, I would. I think we just have like a lot of holes we got to fill. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like we're going to go to the Super Bowl next year. So we might as well plan for like would you say? 10 years for Patrick <laughs> yeah. Uh Not that. Yeah. Sooner than later, though. You That's know. if
4: he plays the 38. <laughs> like, if we're thinking 41. Oh, gosh. Well, oh, gosh. Not we, can't,
5: we can't think of that. I'm, I'm, thinking, Matt, I'm thinking. also retired at 37, by the way. Okay.
3: okay. Thirty-seven, thirty-six. Okay. Yeah. Was a I'm trying man to think if there was another too. one. Like, Rivers was He was pretty old. old. Yeah. Tom, of course, was old. Yeah. Tom, yeah.
2: Tom, Peyton. John was actually, like, one of the oldest quarterbacks to ever play when he retired. He was 38. He I did, think, just because he was tough. When he won? Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that that was not the norm back then. Yeah. 20, I, 25 years ago? I feel mm-hmm. like people...
4: John Elway somehow doesn't get the respect he deserves. Like, it's it, it's because, like, he's the GM, and so he, like, opened himself up to, like, a second wave. <laughs>
0: and,
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and, he but, won a Super Bowl uh, as a GM. Oh, yeah,
4: totally. But, like, like... The, uh, I don't know the stories and like everybody's talking about this person. Like, up until what Brady's like fourth Super Bowl was when things kind of shifted. It was like John Elway's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like he was in that discussion for like number one ever, and that's also when everything flipped to like who has the most rings, and it was just a simple way to get out of that whole conversation. But like the fact that there's like people, he's just not treated the way he should be is like a legend. And, again, like Tim is a part of part of it's his own fault for not just, like, retiring into the sunset and being, like, a mythological person who nobody ever sees anymore, so they just remember that stuff. Again, like, it went well because he won another Super Bowl, like, but it did just kind of, like, turn him more human and less, like, myth after all that, which yeah, is strange.
2: Yeah, but, but I still think he's a... And why the regarded not just me, mm-hmm. why the regard is the top five quarterback, yeah. but a reason why he has fallen is, unfortunate credit to Tom Brady, he has jumped everyone. Unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes is now getting into the conversation as well. But so you have had some guys, or at least one guy, jump in.
4: Yeah, but I think it's just Broncos fans. Like, I'm I'm not talking nationally in terms of like quarterback rankings. I think like Bronco fans have like, they haven't like soured on John Elway totally, but there is just like, the vibe is different than what it was before he was
3: GM, which is just kind of like a strange dynamic. Well, you know, everything matters. And so. It totally. People see everything. So I think it's similar to like, the reason why it takes so long for T.O. to get into the Hall of Fame or exactly. why Antonio Brown may never get into the Hall of Fame. Like everything you do and, you, you know, how you carry yourself and the way you orchestrate on a day to day, I think it all matters. And so maybe that's what's happening. I don't know how yeah. people view him, but maybe that could be a reason. I don't know. I
4: think, no, I think that Gretzky's kind of done the same thing in my mind. Because it used to be like Gretzky, oh my God, like he's incredible. But now that he's on like TV every night, I'm just like, oh yeah, it's like there's Wayne, you know, like it's it's just a little bit different dynamic. Whereas like Michael Jordan, you barely ever see him, and like I know he like bought the team, and so he was kind of, but he was never really like around. Like you were never like hearing from him constantly, and so he kind of like just floats by on like that top level where nobody.
2: Yeah, but he did come back and play with for the Wizards. But but like he did. But that was like public stance than anyone. Oh yeah,
4: but that I mean that was like thirty years. Like that was still him as a player. Like nobody was looking at him as the wizard, being like, oh, you know, it's just him. Like ever since, like you hear about like the Jordan Brand, but he's not just out there like doing interviews all the time. So it just changes the vibe a little bit. Kendrick Lamar is another one of those guys where he's like just kind of like he doesn't really do media, doesn't do that stuff. So he's just like. 20 Whoa. pops out was a big deal. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. But when you're just around and it changes things.
5: Just like Drake. Drake's too in the media. Like, you,
2: mm-hmm. you're just like yeah. annoyed at him at this point. Vaughn, yeah. or not Vaughn, John should have learned from himself and uh, stepped away as a general manager right after winning Super Bowl 50. Could you imagine how much of a legend uh-huh. he would be if he yeah. walked away as a player after back-to-back Super Bowls and then walked away as a general manager uh, two years after building the best offense of all time and then right after winning Super Bowl 50 with one of the best defenses of all time? Mm-hmm. And then you never have the Paxton Lynch fiasco. That's, maybe all of that stuff still happens, but it's not on his watch.
4: Yeah, Could but imagine? also imagine how people would see him if he'd drafted Paxton Lynch... And stepped away, and Paxton Lynch wound up being, you know, Mahomes, and Mahomes was Paxton Lynch. Then all of a sudden, it's John won his two as a player. He he won the one as the GM, and he got the guy who like carried yeah. this next era. So he was like, he was like shooting his shot to like for another one instead of just saying like oh, I'll just back off now. But also, he knew it when, didn't work. Obviously. He knew when to
2: step away after two. Now maybe it did. It did yeah. pass up on the opportunity to be the first team to go back to back to back. But he was still okay with passing up on that opportunity.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I mean, who went to step away then? Yeah. Man, it would have been wild if he did that. Um, it, it's funny how when a great quarterback who uh, wasn't picked number one overall, mm-hmm. everyone comes out and says, like, oh, yeah, we really liked him. Why don't you draft him? Mm-hmm. Sean Payton said that about Patrick Mahomes. We really liked him. We were one mm-hmm. pick away. Yesterday, John, was on, uh, John Elway was on a podcast with Adam Schefter, and he said the Broncos, quote, really liked Paxton Lynch, or really liked Patrick Mahomes mm. in the 2017 draft.
3: Hmm. Didn't draft him, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had, the, we had the opportunity to?
2: Um, yep, that would have been, uh, no. Was that Bradley? Ch- no, that wouldn't have been Bradley Chubb. It would have been the year before, which would have been Garrett Bowles, which would have meant the Broncos would have had to trade it up in the draft in order to, uh, to get him. But the Chiefs traded up. Chiefs are able to find a way. Yep. And that was a trade with the Bills, too. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, not Den- like it would have been off limits for the Broncos. Denver were at 20 in that one. Yep. They got yep. Garrett And Mahomes
5: got, at, uh, got off the board at 10.
2: Yep. And then the Saints picked at 11. Broncos picked at 20. Everyone f- likes a quarterback when they work out.
4: I figured out my way thing. It's that if he had just retired, like, if we never heard from him, really, except for, like, goes down the field and, like, you know, it's the reunion for whatever you would never hear a Bronco fan say a bad thing about John Elway. Like it would just never happen. Yeah. But now it feels like every day somebody in my mentions or somebody is saying like the Broncos need to fire Elway or like Elway's the
2: one who did that to us. And so I think that's what it is. The more we get removed from his time as general manager, the the more he's going to be loved. Yeah, totally. Because there's maybe it's maybe it's once the Broncos make the playoffs or win their next Super Bowl that people forgive John because we're still in the stink that John helped build. It's not all on him for what this is, but there certainly are still so many things that have led to the Broncos being in this situation Mm -hmm. that John was very much part of. He was a general manager.
4: I mean, Jerry Judy was his last first round pick, right? It's like just it hasn't really panned out the way that. You thought it would. Yep, exactly. And
5: real quickly, uh, Kansas City in that draft was at 27. They gave up that year's first-round pick, a third-rounder, and the 2018 first-rounder. So it was not that hard to get from 20 to 10. You would have given up way less than that.
2: Right, yep. And the Bills probably wish they never made that trade (laughs) with Kansas City now. Because now... Patrick Mahomes has just killed them in the playoffs. Right, they, we wow. got one Did they question. already have
4: Josh Allen at that point? They, uh, they wouldn't. No, no.
2: Was the next uh, year? Yeah. Because I
4: was thinking like the fun <laughs> world where they do like the Tebow thing with Josh Allen, turn him into like tight end,
2: fullback, mm-hmm. and you have Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine
4: that? <laughs> that yeah. would be wild.
2: <laughs> all right, we got one question on the website to hit. It's come from B. Lexus 3 says, Are we sleeping on J.J. McCarthy? He seems like an afterthought, but as Michigan fan watching him all year, he seems like he has the tools to do what Sean Payton wants. Well, this is a great question because our guy Field Yates is not sleeping on J.J. McCarthy. He has the Broncos picking J.J. McCarthy with that 12th overall pick. We're going to get into depth on that. Some college quarterbacks, a massive trade that was suggested for the Broncos to go up and get Drake May. We're going to get into Mm -hmm. all of that on tomorrow's show. So make sure to stay tuned and roll with us tomorrow, 11 a.m. Thank you all so much for rolling with us. Hit us with a thumbs up on the way out. We'll see you tomorrow.